It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. Good morning, good afternoon, depending on where you are in Blog Talk Radio Land. And welcome to the Dr. Fred Says Show, where we bring you live from Miami, Florida, Dr. Fred Valdez. And every week we do this show, and and we're very grateful to have our listeners keep listening to our show. Thank you very much. And to Dr. Fred Valdez for doing the research for the content of the show. We thank him very much also. And today we're going to carry on with a topic that was started a couple weeks ago, and that's oral health. And Dr. Fred Valdez is going to talk about how to incorporate essential oils into your oral hygiene method or whatever you call that, (laughs) your your routine. That's the word I was looking for. So if you don't know Dr. Valdez, he teaches part-time at a medical school that's close to Miami. His background is emergency medicine, and he spent many years studying excuse me, complementary medicine. Within his team are doctors, chiropractors, therapists, alternative health care practitioners, and professional athletes. So today's call is going to be very interesting, and I'm going to pass the call over to you, Dr. Fred Valdez. Well, thank you, Denise. And, uh, you know, this is a a topic that, uh, you know, sometimes uh, we overlook that topic, uh, oral health, and, you know, we take it for granted and we just brush our teeth every day and so on and so forth. And then we go to the dentist and we find cavities or our kids have cavities and so on. Uh, and, uh, but, you know, there's a lot of uh, research that has come out lately, in the last few years actually, uh, tying the bad oral uh, health uh, to other conditions and diseases. You know, it, it tells us that everything is, is uh, tied. You know, there's no single entity in our bodies that's uh, independent. Everything is tied. And this uh, is... Big connection now that we know for a fact. Uh, poor oral health is, is uh, linked to uh, to heart uh, conditions and so on. Uh, just like poor sleep uh, is tied to heart conditions. And so you know it's something that we need to uh, actually pay a little more attention to. And uh, you know that there's a common belief today that about cavities that uh, once you have tooth decay it cannot be reversed. Well, you know they've done studies lately that have demonstrated the opposite. A uh, study just came out on the British uh, Medical Journal uh, that was done, and I won't go into details. Uh, take time away from the show on that, but basically demonstrated that uh, a study was done in 62 kids with cavities, and they were divided into three different groups. Uh, one group ate a standard diet plus oatmeal. Now, why oatmeal? Because oatmeal is rich in something called phytic acid, and I'll touch on that later on the show. Uh, group 2 uh, consumed a normal diet of, of supplements with vitamin D, and Group 3 ate a grain-free diet and took vitamin D. Uh, the results, uh, they found that Group 1 uh, had a diet high in grains and phytic acid had an increase in cavities. Okay, and then we're going to talk about phytic acid in, in a little bit and see what that is and why it causes a, an increase in cavities. And Group 2 had improvements in cavities uh, unless, uh, and then Group 3, followed a grain-free diet uh, with nutrient-rich foods like veggies, fruits, milk, and so on, so the greatest improvement, and nearly, nearly all cavities that were healed in group three. So, you know, that, that's, a, that's a study to set the background 
uh, for the show a little bit. Uh, and, uh, you know, we to go a little bit generic and find out what is the cost of toothpick. I know we've known this you know, for a long time, but just to reinforce that a little bit, uh, according to the ADA, the American Dental Association, uh, the cost of uh, tooth decay occurs from foods that contain carbohydrates, you know, sugars and starches, uh, like uh, milk, uh, you know, pop, I guess down south we call it pop, but it's called soda <laughs> everywhere else, uh, raisins, cakes, and candy, and so on, uh, are left in the teeth. And then bacteria that live in the mouth, they thrive on these foods and produce acid as a result. You know, bacteria, decaying bacteria produces acid, and acid, as we all know, eats things. You know, it, it deteriorates uh, things. So over a period of time, this acid actually destroys the tooth enamel, and this results in tooth decay. So, but there's other, other factors on, on that uh, that also contribute to tooth decay, according to the ADA, and that's lack of minerals in the diet, you know, calcium deficiencies, uh, magnesium deficiency, and phosphorus uh, deficiency. Uh, lack of vitamins like A, D, E, and K, and especially vitamin D deficiency. Uh, and again, number three, according to the ADA, too much consumption of phytic acid-rich foods. And, of course, we all know this, too much consumption of processed sugar. And if I may mention right here that the you know, Dr. Plant, our medical director, is, is uh, pretty soon, I think it's next week or so, they're doing a, a, a seminar on the sugar addiction, and you know, so a lot of research has come out on sugar addictions and so on. But you know, there's, there's also a, a link to to oral health uh, with sugar. So you know, one of the, the first things: avoid fluoride. You know, there's a lot of uh, toothpaste that still contain fluoride and, and so on. Fluoride, we've known for years that it does contribute to tooth decay. So avoid uh, fluoride. Uh, but they start with number one, according to the ADA: uh, remove sugar. You know, uh, kick the sugar addiction. Uh, and, again, I, I recommend that uh, perhaps we can post it, Denise, on the blog. I, I'm sure it's uh, posted on our blog when this, this event is. I, I know it's pretty recent with Dr. Plant and the sugar addiction. Uh, so, you know, sugar uh, sugar not only uh, feeds oral bacteria, uh, but prevents a healthy flow of mental fluids. It's highly acidic. Sugar tends to acid. So this, this acid actually demineralizes the content of teeth and create tooth decay. And then number two, it's recommended, eliminate phytic acid. So, you know, this is something that's, that's fairly new. Uh, phytic acid, we've discovered, it's a mineral blocker. It's an enzyme inhibitor that's found in grains and nuts and seeds and beans. And, and this can cause serious health problems in our diets. Uh, the main reason phytic acid has become an issue today, Denise, is because we have stopped you know, what we call ancient food preparation techniques like sprouting or sourdough, uh, you know, uh, fermentation. Now, this process, for example, on bread and sourdough kills the phytic acid, and the, the, the sprouting technique kills the, the phytic acid. Of course, we don't do that anymore because, of, you know, it's, it's a, a real world supply and demand. It's almost impossible to obtain such foods unless you research for them and, and so on and so forth. Uh, you know, according to uh, Lancet, which is, you know, one of the most serious uh, medical uh, journals, uh, recent uh, studies, as a matter of fact, a diet high in phytic acid creates mineral deficiencies and causes osteoporosis. Uh, and here's something that's really interesting. About 80% of phosphorus in grains and beans is bound to phytic acid. So it's completely not absorbable. Uh, so even though we eat foods that are rich, in, in, in phosphorus and other minerals, 
if they are bound to lipidic acid, you can't absorb them. Okay, the body will not absorb them, and, and they're, they're useless. So in addition to blocking phosphorus in humans, these molecules of phytic acid buy minerals that you need for oral health, like calcium, magnesium, iron, and zinc. So, you know, it's not as simple as eating things that have this content, this, this minerals. Uh, you need to watch out for things about phytic acid, uh, that contain phytic acid. And then a couple of points I'm going to make it, uh, in a little bit uh, on how to do that. Uh, so, you know, bottom line, consuming foods that are high in phytic acid decreases magnesium absorption by about 60% and zinc by about 20%. So, you know, phytic acid not only prevents you from absorbing minerals in your food, but it also leaches minerals out of your body, your bones, and your teeth. So, you know, subsequently the, the effects of this uh, have been shown to cause digestive disorders uh, along with uh, uh, oral problems you know, lack of appetite and nutrient deficiencies on tooth decay. So, uh, you know, phytic acid is more higher in foods that use modern high-phosphate fertilizers, you know, and the word Monsanto comes to mind here, uh, than those grown in natural compost. Uh, you know, it says here, try only to eat foods that are organic and GMO-free, and that's becoming more and more common, you know, the GMO-free foods. Uh, but uh, the more evidence we see, the more we know that, uh, GMO foods and, and uh, uh, foods that are, you know, don't, grown with fertilizers and so on that contain phosphate are not great for us, okay? Uh, so, uh, you know, it, it's the difference between real world and dream world. In the, in the, real, in the dream world, we would love to do that. Uh, it says here a recommendation, you soak your grains and nuts and then sprout them. But, you know, who can do that today? That That's almost a... That, that, that's almost a non-factor unless you're very wealthy and you control your own uh, food supply uh, from the bottom up. Uh, now, consume raw, dairy, and nutrient-rich foods. We've done this for a while. That uh, Raw foods are great for us as far as veggies. Uh, if you can drink milk, they suggest goat milk, uh, kefir, and so on. Uh, raw and cooked veggies, and especially green leafy veggies, you know, all contribute to good oral health. And, of course, vitamin D, uh, sunshine and days under the sun supplement with a, a 5,000. They recommend 5,000 uh, units of daily of vitamin D3. And D3, the vitamin D3, Denise, has a lot of uh, research in the last five, uh, 10 years or so that it, we definitely need to supplement a little bit with vitamin D3. And, of course, foods that are high in healthy fats like coconut oil, avocado, and, and fish and ferment, uh, and, uh, or cod liver oil. So, and then finally, it says here, non-processed foods. You know, we should avoid processed foods as much as possible. So here comes the essential oil or health connection. I don't know if you were wondering if that was going to come. I just wanted to give a little background on oral health in general before we say this, because one of the recommendations uh, that are uh, given here by the FDA, use mineralizing toothpaste. Now, first of all, you know, we know that that can get expensive. There are several brands of fluoride-free toothpaste and that you will have to pay a small fortune to get your hands on. But the second thing they recommend, if you're looking to, to save some money or whatever, you can actually remineralize your teeth. And this is what they recommend about making your own homemade toothpaste. toothpaste. And now, this is, doesn't have to be like a, a daily thing. You can do it maybe a couple of times a week or so. But they recommend this, folks. Four tablespoons of coconut oil, uh, two tablespoons of baking soda, 
Uh, and this is for flavor, one tablespoon of, of uh, xylitol, which is stevia, you know, pure stevia. And then here we go, 20 drops of peppermint or clove essential oils, okay? Uh, and, and the antifungal effect of these essential oils is really fantastic. We, you know, we have done several shows on this, uh, on, on the antifungal, the antibacterial effects of essential oils. But this is one way that you can do uh, making your own toothpaste. Now, you know, if it's not practical to do it every day and, you know, you have to be aware of making your own toothpaste, at least try it once a week. It will make a great, great uh, difference in your mouth. Uh, and then here's a technique that has been used for a long, long time that lately has been gaining a little bit of notoriety. I've seen some websites and you see some health practitioners, holistic health practitioners, bringing this technique out again, and that's oil pulling. Now, oil, here's where it is, oil pulling. It's a fantastic detoxification procedure that has gained popularity in the U.S. in the last, in the last several years. And simply what you do is you swish a tablespoon of, of oil in your mouth for 20 minutes, and we're talking about coconut oil here. Uh, and, and this has been praised uh, to, to treat everything from gingivitis to headaches to systemic diseases like diabetes and so on. Now, 20 minutes is a long time, so you can do five, you know. And again, folks, you know, if you can do this every day, you know, doing it once a week or a couple of times a week is better than, than no time at all. Uh, so the, the recommendation here is uh, coconut oil, and, of course, we have uh, the, the best coconut oil in the market, the fractionated coconut oil. And then, again, they recommend uh, uh, two essential oils here to mix with that, uh, one or two drops of clove essential oil and one or two drops and or one or two drops of tea tree essential oil for maximal antiseptic and antifungal power. So here's some tips. Uh, you know, the best uh, time to, to do this is obviously it's first thing in the morning when you get out of bed because you've been sleeping uh, all night and bacteria has been accumulating in your mouth. And if you didn't brush your teeth before you went to bed, you know, like we were all taught as kids, but we know how life gets sometimes, right? Uh, that bacteria has been growing for hours in your mouth. Uh, now, I know 20 minutes is a long time, and you may gag a little bit. So if you can do 20 minutes uh, with a pulling procedure in your mouth, do five. You know, five minutes is fine. You know, while you shower, or you put your clothes on, uh, you can have it in your mouth. It's not a big deal. And then spit it out. It's, it's as simple as that. So the, the pulling technique is something that works uh, very, very, very well. Uh, and, of course, it's recommended that immediately after you rinse, you, you spit your, your uh, pulling uh, uh, substance, you rinse your mouth uh, with warm water. Uh, and you can use a little salt water for a little extra antimicrobial properties. Uh, and it says here, you know, don't be shocked in saliva. Make sure you spit out as milky white. That's an oil uh, blending with the, the, the saliva in your mouth and so on. And then finally, you brush your teeth as normal. Okay? So this is a... You should look at this as a very uh, relaxing process. You don't feel uh, compelled to squish it in your mouth. All you do simply is you hold it in your mouth for five minutes, uh, preferably 20. So, you know, oral health, we have some essential oils that we mentioned, like, like cloves uh, and like peppermint and tea tree oil that can also play a role in, 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 in mouth health. Mouth health. Uh, now, one thing that also I like to mention is that, you know, on tooth decay is that, uh, I saw the number, and it's a very high number of people that suffer from, from tooth decay and the teeth have been damaged and so on. 
And, and of course, uh, folks, I, I know in, in, the, in the States, the United States, I'm sure Canada just as well, the procedures to treat that through surgery and so on, implants, it's extremely expensive and probably, and it's not, a lot of it is not covered by insurance or very little of it. So most people cannot afford to, to go there. Uh, and uh, and uh, it, it causes uh, people not to smile. I, I just read a, a study recently where, you know, something like 80% of the people who have those problems do not smile, keep their mouth closed, because they're, they're embarrassed to open their mouth and smile and, and be noticed for, for tooth decay. So uh, prevention of tooth decay, you know, we have to go beyond uh, what we were taught as kids, you know, uh, brush your mouth uh, before bed, brush your mouth in the morning and you know how many times you move the brush up and down oh that's fine okay all that is fine and we have to do that but there's some extra uh, steps we can take using essential oils for uh, mouth hygiene and mouth health health and it's not just your breath and it's not just your teeth don't forget the last point i want to make is that you know oral health is definitely connected to other parts of our bodies as far as systems as far as heart heart health and so on and so forth so, so it's not just to look pretty. It's not just to have healthy teeth. We should, we should have um, um, good-looking teeth or, and prevention of cavities. It's because of the, the secondary health effects can be very harmful as well uh, as far as heart and, and, and digestive issues and so on and so forth. Now, what oils are you going to use? You know, we always talk at the end of the male division of essential oils. Uh, you know, we're close with that. Uh, we're part of a company called CETA International, which is a nutritional company that was based by a man called Ken Brailsford, who's an icon in the wellness industry. Uh, and the company was based on the health benefits of a, of a tree called Moringa Oleifera. And we've done several shows on that. We'll, we'll touch on that in the, in the coming weeks, uh, back to Moringa a little bit. But they opened a division of the only, folks, the only clinical-grade essential oils in the market and on top of that they go through a, a, a an extra vetting process which is called cert 5 uh, and that ensures everything on the oil ensures uh, the vendor ensures uh the the crops ensures how the crops were were, were done to, to produce this oils and so on and so forth nobody else does that in the, in the essential oil industry which by the way Dennis, and i've mentioned this in a couple of shows already but i want to do it again the essential oil industry, folks, is is uh, projected to become a 62 plus billion with a B dollar industry worldwide by the year 2019. Uh, and uh, there's several reasons for this. Uh, one reason is in the last 10 years, there have been a number of uh, very serious uh, uh, clinical trials that have demonstrated the efficacy of essential oils in helping to treat different conditions and, uh, and uh, diseases and so on and so forth. Now, of course, we mention always in every show that um, we have to do this for compliance, and none of the products we talk about here are meant to treat, diagnose, prevent, mitigate any diseases, but all that said, uh, we have overwhelming evidence already, and there's a lot of studies being conducted right now that, that are very, very promising. So uh, essential oils have actually crossed a lot into mainstream medicine. The public is totally aware of the benefits, not from an anecdotal part where you have an aunt or a relative who used to oil your grandmother or whatever 20, 30, 40 years ago. That's, that's no longer so. Uh, now it's, it's pretty much close, very, very close to mainstream medicine, and that's, that's why one of the reasons why the essential oil industry is, is growing in leaps and bounds. 
So the question now remains, what oils are best for us? Uh, I believe the uh, male division of essential oils from Seed International offers, again, I'll repeat that again, the only clinical grade. That means that they were the same clinical grade that were used in the studies that are being conducted as far as potency, penetration of the oil on, uh, at the cell level, how long does it stay in the cell, and so on and so forth. Uh, and on top of that, they have a cert 5 vetting uh, process that is, even ensures even further uh, that it's the best oil in the market. As a matter of fact, every bottle that we have has a code, a number on the bottom of the bottle that you can actually put on the website, Denise, and, and it tells you everything you wanted to know about that specific bottle of oil. It tells you, you know, when was it packed, where it came from, and so on and so forth. So, so it, it, it's just an incredible lengthy uh, amount of, of, uh, of uh, verification that we have with the soils uh, to make, make sure that they're completely unique in the market. So uh, that's a show for today, Denise. We're going to touch on a couple of other things with oils in the next couple of weeks. Uh, and uh, if you have any comments, uh, I'll pass the show back to you. Well, thank you. Yeah, it's very interesting. It's, it's a topic that is not usually talked about. Um, I just wanted to add that I know a lot of people are a little bit leery about natural toothpaste. And, you know, they tend to go for price, especially if you've got a family. You know, it's understandable. But the thing about natural toothpaste is, number one, like you said, it doesn't have the fluoride in it. The ingredients are all, you know, really well blended for oral health. But you actually don't need as much of the toothpaste because in regular toothpaste, they add a foaming agent to it. And so you're you're going through quite a bit of it. Where with a natural toothpaste, we use Tom's up here. I'm sure you have that down there too. But um, with a natural toothpaste, you don't get that foam because that chemical additive is not in there, and so you just don't. You just need a, a very small amount on the end of your toothbrush for one person. And and another thing too, again, coconut oil is, you know, it's it's a favorite of ours. That's for sure. We've been using it for many different reasons for years, and I'm, I'm so glad it's being talked about as much as it is now because for many years it wasn't um, actually kosher. It was right. not many people um, were using it because the mainstream media had talked about that it wasn't good for you <laughs> with the medical media. But what you can do if you want to buy coconut oil, organic coconut oil, is Costco actually now has a very good brand. It's completely organic, and it's very reasonable. And you don't really need a lot. You know, We use it for cooking. You don't need very much of it. A teaspoon will, will do a whole stir fry. So exactly. um, those are just a couple of things I wanted to add there. And, and thank you very much. It's all great information, and um, we hope this gets passed forward. Please pass it on to your friends. Uh, one more thing, Denise, uh, you know, I wanted to add, too, is that, you know, a lot of toothpaste, when you buy toothpaste, read the label, and, you know, I think most of them still say, do not swallow. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and there's a, reason, there's a reason why they write, do not swallow this stuff, because it would be bad for you if you swallow it. Well, it's, I mean, it's funny, uh, you know, if you can't swallow it, what are you doing with the, in your mouth? <laughs> That's 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 the question I have. You can't swallow it. Why you put it in your mouth? <laughs> so can yeah. you put it in your mouth and not swallow? It's always something you 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 know. It's almost impossible not to swallow a little bit of it. You know. So uh, 
So I'm not saying do not use toothpaste or whatever, you know, but just, just be educated, read the labels. But there's some options here with this, this pulling technique uh, that you can do actually twice. I have a friend that does pulling. She's a healthcare uh, practitioner here uh, in South Florida, and, and she believes strongly in pulling, and she promotes pulling in her office. And so pulling is really great with the coconut oil. And, and add, you know, two or three drops of uh, tea tree oil, uh, which is one of the most remarkable oils there are, or two or three drops of club oil, uh, which, you know, leaves a fantastic, fantastic flavor in your mouth. And, and you know that it's not just the flavor. It's actually killing uh, funguses and killing bacteria in your mouth. So it's really exciting. just wanted to add a little bit to the show. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's great, and, and thank you very much. We, are, we appreciate that. So on that note, um, I guess we will end this episode, and we welcome you to come back next Wednesday where we will have another topic for you to listen to. Have a great week, everyone, and to you too, Dr. Fred Valdez. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.